ghosts, specters, whatever you want to call them, they've been around for thousands of years. Apparently she died from a tooth infection in one of the upstairs rooms in the house. As in the locations they haunt. History of a Haunting podcast tells you all about these famous, infamous, and almost famous locations. And why they became terrifying places to visit. Grab a glass of wine and settle in with your hosts, Archie. I mean, that was definitely the wrong thing to do. And Carrie. Nobody asked for it, Carrie. Nobody fucking asked for it. But <laughs> hey, my podcast, and I'll say what I fucking want. <laughs> Two people just winging it in life and this podcast. So enjoy this week's episode of History of a Haunting. Hey everybody, welcome to History of a Haunting. I am your host Archie. And I am your host Carrie. And this episode we are going to the Keyhole House in Savannah, Georgia, United States. Yes, and Savannah is one of the most haunted cities in the country. And one of the most beautiful. You've been there? I have not been there. I have friends that live nearby and oh, okay. all of the pictures I've seen, absolutely stunning. Okay, because you last week you had been to St. Augustine, Florida, I and have. threw me for a total loop. As a child. <laughs> okay, so before we get into our story, um, I don't have any EVPs to go over, but we... This week, um, we have a new Patreon, and her name is Alicia. Or is it Alicia? Or is it Alicia? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, I, I think it's Alicia. I'm going to go with Alicia. Okay, well, anyway... Tell, tell us who's right. Yeah. <laughs> yes, please message us and let us know who's right. Regardless, uh, one of us, probably both, uh, have butchered your name. Uh, <laughs> most, most likely. Most likely. So we're going to send you additional stickers. Extra stickers. Extra stickers, because we, we butchered your name. Uh, <laughs> but we want to welcome you, and we thank you so much for your generosity. And um, Thank you so much. Yes, yes. We are very, very grateful. So here is a standing ovation to Alicia. Or Alicia. Or Alicia. <laughs> We suck, but we do genuinely love you and appreciate you. Very much. Here's a standing ovation to you (laughs) from us. Welcome to the party. Yay, Alicia! Yay! Alicia, god damn it. Alicia, please tell us what had the problem. Please, please. Please don't make us suffer through this anymore. (laughs) We're very, very sorry. We're very sorry, and we are very thankful, and we want to make sure we get it right. Absolutely. And, um, yeah, way more stickers. <laughs> this is embarrassing. Anywho, Chewy. <laughs> is Chewy a bingo square? Chewy isn't a bingo square, but Tater is. Oh, uh, well. We will allow it if you want to mark off the Tato, Tato bingo square. Oh, great. Hi, Car- buddy. Carrie's dog barks. We'll just generalize the bingo square. <laughs> I wish we could, but we have like dozens and dozens already printed. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, anybody that has the bingo card, um, all Patreons, uh, one of them is Tater Barks, but I will accept Chewy and Orlea Barking all to right. mark that off. Well, calm, please relax, anxiety dog. Yes. We want you to be okay. 
We do. Uh, anyway, we are taking everybody to the Kehoe House. In Savannah, Georgia. In Savannah, Georgia. Uh, we had a bit of a debate on if it's Kehoe or Kehoe. 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 We were trying to put Ke-ho. a Hawaiian in- inflection on it. Um, and and I know that Erin is listening and her ears are fucking bleeding. Oh my God. And Boy. I'm about to get a text from her any minute now. <laughs> she was uh, born in Hawaii. So, yeah. It's going to be bad. Oh, um, it's going to anyway, be funny. It's going to be funny. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be funny. Uh, anyway, we just get into let's it? Let's just get into it. It's going to be a quick episode, guys, because... There is not a lot of history. There's not a lot of history, but it's good history. Uh, this is a good history. It's all right. Um, it was a funeral home. It's more than all right. Oh, see, I didn't get that part. Oh, well, shit! Oh, well, fuck. Oh, hey, we're done. Good night. Have a good time, everybody. All right, we'll be right back while Archie finishes his picture. <laughs> Research. Uh, all right, I guess I'll cover that. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, just, no, I do have that part. <laughs> okay. Just two words. Funeral parlor. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, well, this is a total clusterfuck. I'll see myself Wait. out. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> also, it does have um, quite a number of hauntings, but they are all the same consistent ones. So it's going to be a quick episode. Um, right now, we're at seven minutes and fifteen seconds. Let's and see if the actual episode and the story is longer than that. Longer than our bullshit <laughs> might not be. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, if you're new to, to history of a haunting, um, welcome, welcome, <laughs> and please don't stop listening. All right. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about the history. Oh, Lord. Okay, well, I got all four of my paragraphs <laughs> I found on Kehoe House, Visit Savannah, and LonelyPlanet.com. I am starting to really like LonelyPlanet.com. I think this is my first time. Really? Yeah. It's It's got a lot of weird, quirky... I mean, it's just fascinating. If you're, if you're looking for something... Um, Interesting that you don't often hear. Lonely Planet is is the place to, to be. Okay. I mean, and for an introvert like you, I feel I feel like you'd really like a Lonely Planet. Yeah, I would live there, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of all the shit that I drag you into. <laughs> well, oddly enough. Um... Wait. We didn't tell them what we're drinking today. Oh. It's a peaches and tea punch. Peaches and tea punch. Heavy emphasis on the punch because oh, Archie. I, I do a heavy pour. He's a yeah. He's, I'm, I'm a hardcore alcoholic. <laughs> he's a heavy-handed pourer, um, but we will put the recipe and pictures um, <laughs> up on our Patreon with the early release episode. Um, but anyway, sorry. Go go ahead. I, I promise I won't scream again because you looked really alarmed. And I was like, wait. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> oh man. So even though I. Got my resources from three different websites. They all held the same information, except for one. And I will try not to flick my microphone stand again. That's okay, I did it in the last episode, you're fine. In 1842, at the age of 10, William Kehoe immigrated to America from County Wexford, Ireland, with his mother, father, four brothers, and three sisters in tow. Wow, okay, so it probably doesn't have a Hawaiian inflection. Probably not. Okay, sorry. The uh, family. Sorry, all of our Ireland listeners. <laughs> and our Hawaiian ones. I'm dead, go on. <laughs> the family settled in the old Fort District of Savannah with other Irish immigrants. William apprenticed. Apprenticed. Aaron, write that down. 
William apprenticed in an old iron foundry and worked his way up to foreman. And this is in 1842? 1842. Okay, okay. Well, no, this would be 1850, I would imagine. Okay, so just before the Civil War. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. William apprenticed in an iron foundry and worked his way up to foreman. Eventually, he bought the foundry, which was, at the time, located east of Broughton Street. After World War I, he built a new foundry on the riverfront and quickly became one of Savannah's most successful and prominent businessmen. Uh, okay, oh, wow, all right. I thought you were going to get into some, like, Civil War era. No, there's absolutely no really? Civil War information on this place at all. That's really fascinating. I, I imagine that Savannah was kind of protected well yeah but i mean i still feel like they would have made arms and munitions for the confederacy you would think but i couldn't find any information about that that's fascinating okay all right yeah it was it was i was ready for like all this civil war stuff and you're like in world war one and i'm like wait er, wait er, yeah skip the whole thing yeah okay all right i didn't find any information about what this foundry did or didn't do right it was just Kind of like how people are right now. It's like, oh, well, we're not a part of the war effort. We're just doing our own thing. Our own thing. Just ignore us. Leave us out. We'll, we'll. About a foundry. We'll, we'll I think do that's whatever. interesting that you couldn't find. All right. I mean, I yeah. guess it's totally irrelevant, but I, I, I was just waiting for like all of that. This foundry supplied the Confederate you army would, with a bazillion I couldn't musket find, balls I couldn't or whatever. Any evidence of that. Huh. In 1868, William Kehoe married Anne Flood, and the two quickly started a family. Their first address, located on Columbia Square, was 130 Habersham Street. As his business and family grew, Kehoe built a larger, more stately home. He liked the historic district so much that he purchased the southern half of the lot, located diagonally across the street, for $950. Whoa, key. seriously? Wow. Yeah, that's, that's good. That's good. Well, we well, didn't, well, did you look up how much it is now? Oh, of course not. But I mean, even in $950, yeah, that's pretty good. That's a good ass deal. It is. The Kehoe House was designed by DeWitt Bruin and was built at the cost of $25,000. Also a good fucking price. If you could, because the way the house looks now is exactly how he built it back then, right? Mm-hmm. Because yeah, yeah. yeah. Then it's a twenty five thousand dollars. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. The home was completed in May of eighteen ninety two. Sorry, Tito, with that toy. <laughs> And now he's just chewing on Leia's back leg. <laughs> the home was completed in May of 1892, whereupon Mr. and Mrs. Kehoe and their ten children moved into their new home. No TV at the time? No. No, okay. All right, <laughs> ten children, I got it. All right, makes sense. The home's architectural style is Queen Anne Revival. Its exterior stairways, balustrades, window treatments, and fluted columns and capitals, fences and gates are all cast iron, a tribute to the Iron Foundry's excellence in pattern making and casting. Is this for sale? Because I feel like I, it's beautiful. I, I, might oh, want, God. It's, it's $25,000, I would absolutely bid on that. Oh, God, if we could. If we could, right. Oh, the house overlooks Columbia Square. 
which is central to downtown Savannah, and features 13 guest rooms and multiple private and semi-private balconies. Oh, 13 guest rooms. I know, right? I mean, I have like three friends, so that'll be more than enough. Oh my god. Oh my god. And that's three more than I have. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you're my friend, and then I have Jennifer... I have Aaron. I'm sure they have... You guys all have friends. Well, wait. No, you just said I have more friends than you. But Jennifer and Aaron, I'm sure they have friends. They can bring friends. Aw. I know. I'm going to go cry in the corner. <laughs> Finish your history and then go cry. Mr. Kehoe's heirs sold the house in 1930. In the 30 years following the sale, the property was used as a boarding house, a funeral parlor... Hey, there it is. And held for a time by Alabama and New York Jets football store Joe Namath. Football store? Star. Mm. Joe Namath. Joe Namath. In That's na- interesting. I actually came across that part in my portion. I didn't associate him with anything like this. I, right, I was kind of right. surprised. Well, yeah. I mean, sports, rich sports people have... Money to spend. I mean, it's kind of similar to Nicolas Cage buying the LaLaurie Mansion. Exactly. Yeah, I was right. just going to say that. Right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, they, put their, <laughs> they put their money wherever they feel it. I suppose. We would, too. In 1990, Mr. Namath sold the property, and after a two-year renovation, the property opened as a historic bed and breakfast inn, aptly named, the William Kehoe House. The property was sold again in 2003 and purchased by its current owner, HLC Hotels, in May of 2007. You know we have to go there. Oh, yes. Of course. Like you knew before that you even started speaking, Gary's going to want to go here. When you suggested the property. (laughs) Oh, fuck. And here we go. All right, there there we go there, too. All right. Well, that was my brief four-paragraph history (laughs) I like I, it, though. I couldn't find anything that connected it with the Civil War or anything any of the owners or anyone could have had a historic connection with shit, anything else. It, did it's, you find anything about, like, Joe Namath and, like, his... Uh, experience or thoughts of why he no, bought it? Nothing? No, nothing. not a damn thing. That's interesting. I mean, I guess it's as if even though it was a Civil War era mm. property, sure. they wanted nothing to do with any of it. They just kind of ducked out. I mean, like, the family, everything that I found in my research, the family loved it. They stayed there until they died. The mm-hmm. children grew up mm-hmm. in that house and then they eventually... Sold it when they, you know, got right, married right, and right. had their own families, but... But nothing. That's, you know, I didn't really find a whole lot more beyond what you found. Except um, for the twins. The twins. Did you find out... Did you talk about... Did you find anything or read anything about the twins? I did. I read about it, but I figured that would be... That would fall into my... More part. into your category yeah. of it. Okay. Well... Regardless of the minimal history, um, there is, a, you know, a fair amount of hauntings. Um, so, uh, before we get into my haunting portion, uh, as always, we want to um, showcase one of our buddy podcasts. And um, this one I really like. This one, 
Okay, you know what? I say that, but I like all of them. If I didn't, <laughs> I really would be like... I want to call a lot of attention to the, the podcasts that we showcase here on History of a Haunting because they are amazing topics and they are amazing shows and they're definitely worth listening to um, if you are working all day like I am. I, I don't listen to music anymore. I listen to podcasts. <laughs> Um, I always listen to podcasts, and I'm always looking for new and inventive ones. And this one is really, truly amazing. So we're going to have you listen to the promo for this week's Showcase podcast. And when we get back, we're going to dive into the ghosts, which are pretty famous. And um, you're almost guaranteed to experience at least one of them when you go and visit this place, which I found really, really interesting. (laughs) Anyway, we will be right back. Please listen to this promo from Morbidology. I absolutely love this podcast. And um, always, as usual, please rate, review, and subscribe to all of the podcasts that we recommend. They are so worth it, um, as are we. So rate, review, and subscribe to us. (laughs) Uh, But yes, please listen to this amazing promo for an amazing podcast, Morbidology. Please do. Morbidology is a weekly true crime podcast hosted by me, Emily G. Thompson, author of Unsolved Child Murders, Cults Uncovered, and co-author of Unsolved Murders, True Crime Cases Uncovered. 911 emergency. I'm shot my husband. I need an ambulance. He's bleeding. Using investigative research combined with primary audio, including 911 calls, interviews, and trial testimony, Morbidology takes a look at some of the world's most heinous murders. Do you know why you're here? Listen to Morbidology now on Apple, Spreaker, Stitcher, Podbean, or wherever else you get podcasts. Okay, now let's get into the ghosts. Oh. Yeah, because quite honestly, without podcasts like Morbidology, we wouldn't have a podcast. Uh, uh, Mm -hmm. mm, Yeah. 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 mm, mm. Okay, so (laughs) I got my information from Try to Scare Me, SeeksGhost.blogspot, Savannah Terrors, TripAdvisor, and 10best.all.com. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, spooky. Spooky. Which, if it wasn't, why are we doing this podcast? (laughs) (laughs) Frankly. Otherwise, it would just be the history of really cool places. (laughs) Hey, don't shit on me. (laughs) I'm I'm sorry. But, I mean, it is history of a haunting. And that was a bingo square. Oh, shut up. No, Uh it wasn't. It was not. Yes, it was. Alicia, mark it off. (gasps) Mm Mm-hmm. You're a bingo square. Okay. Or or if it's Alicia. Or Alicia. (laughs) Okay, we're not going to keep doing that to you. (laughs) Super sorry. We love you. We do. Um, Please don't quit. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Okay, so I want to start my part off with all of the owners of the home have agreed that there are spirits within the walls, ones that comfort and take care of the living. So it's a bit of a twist to our usual location. Okay. Um, Not kosher in my eyes. I'm, I mean... Okay, no, no, okay. no. It's but let's okay. see what you think. Okay. Everybody, if you didn't see the picture of Archie that I posted <sighs> in, in his horror... Uh, I hate you. I know. State of mind. Um, that's generally how he looks at me. Uh, but it, maybe he'll give me a different look, and if he does, I'll take a picture and post that too. 
Now, here we now, go. Now that Luke may be go fuck yourself. But I mean, that might be fine. <laughs> oh, oh there's no, shit. You are literally Damn like, it. it's bingo square gold oh, in this episode. man, this is why we can't have vodka. <laughs> <laughs> or peach schnapps. Okay. <laughs> so, one constant in the home during all of these years has been the ongoing presence of several deceased Kehoe family members. Four members of the first generation of Kehoe family who died in the house currently haunted. Oh. Right. Yeah. Uh, so Mrs. Anne Kehoe is known as the Lady in White. Again, they're, they're it, solid color pattern they all stick to. <laughs> White, red, or black. Okay. Okay. So apparently toward the end of her life, she suffered from crippling arthritis, and she was actually confined to the second floor. Um, it's here where her ghost is seen the most, but there's more. As with my part, of there course. always is. Always is. She's often spotted at a writing desk, and she often abruptly awakens guests with her presence. Oh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she is seen sitting on the edge of their beds. Um, at other times, she is seen on the third floor. This is actually where um, she would visit her grandchildren while she was alive. So, I guess her grandchildren were housed on the third floor of the house. So, anyway, Anne Kehoe is a very friendly apparition, and she has been seen sitting on a bed, again, writing at the at the desk, and then walking the halls of the third floor. William Kehoe's ghost is often seen throughout the home, and... This is, in all the websites I looked at, Arch, this was actually one of the most tremendous things I had read. But on every single website, and I went through like nine pages of Google to like <laughs> find information on this house. But in every single article that I read, William Kehoe's ghost, apparently on one occasion, witnessed by multiple people, he opened all the locked doors on the ground floor at the same time. Oh. Every single door just unlocked and opened. Wow. And this story is repeated on every place I looked for information. Yeah, this was not an easy research project. It really wasn't. It really wasn't. I had to do some serious deep dives. Like, even Reddit failed me Mm -hmm. on this one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but what I did find is that <laughs> this guy, apparently, this apparition is powerful enough that he was able to open all the locked doors on the ground floor oh, at the same time. Oh, right. That's that's some good shit right mm-hmm. there. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's also reported that he also rings the doorbell to enter the home after hours, and he likes to play with the lights in the study. <laughs> oh, good lord. Right. Right. Well, I hope the study isn't a guest room in the, in the hope, house now. <laughs> I hope not, too. Right. And, I mean, if it is, I hope we don't actually get that room. We'll oh, that. oh, but you do. I mean, I kind of do. <laughs> so, now, it is reported that the couple had twin sons that died in the house. The oh. story... You, you came across it, didn't you? I did. Yeah. Okay. So, the story is that most of the supernatural activity revolve around their children, which you said there were ten. Mm-hmm. There is a story that they had twin boys that died at the age of five while playing hide-and-seek in the chimney. One of the chimneys in the house. In the chimney. Yes. In the fireplace. Yes. Um, and they they died because they got 
stuck up in the chimney and they suffocated. Um, and their bodies were found sometime later. Sometime later. Yeah. Right. Ugh. So then the chimney was then blocked off and then it was decorated with angels in their honor. However, this story is not any kind of substantiated. Oh, God. Even, like, the, the Kehoe house itself is, like, there's no record of this. But what there is a record of is, even though <laughs> people swear they've seen their ghosts, their boisterous apparitions, uh, they can be heard running up and down the halls, um, in the second floor bedrooms as well. They've also heard the voices of young children, guests have reported. That's not who they're hearing. Uh, actually, it was their two young daughters, Anne and Mary, who actually died of roseola three di- within three days of each other. However, Rosiola? Rosiola is um, similar to, uh, I don't want to say, kind of similar to measles. Okay. It's a rash. It's a skin inflammation. I I had it when I was a baby. Um, It's, but I I suppose back in the 18 whatevers. Rosacea? It's not rosacea. It's a, it's sort of like measles. A lot more severe? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, So not rosacea, roseola. It's it's a skin inflammation, but I guess back in the 1800s or whenever these kids were alive, it was far more fatal. Okay. And these two young girls died of the roseola within three days of each other. Oh. Um, the girls are mistaken for twins because they were very close in age. Oh, yeah. okay. So even the, the house's website does debunk this. We don't have any proof of this. We don't know. But apparently when you take a ghost tour of Savannah, which you can go to a bunch of different places, this is the story of the twin boys in the chimney is what is the is predominant told. story. Yes, exactly. Um, oh. Yeah. So, however, their distinctive features actually identify these little ghosts. Uh, they both have blonde hair and blue eyes. They're very playful, and they're often heard running on the top floors. So I suppose if you are staying on the top floors and you hear that, you've gone on the tour, the Haunted Savannah tour. They even have pub crawls, which I think you and I would probably do <laughs> probably. before anything else. Definitely. Definitely. Um, <laughs> this is the story. The twin boys in the chimney is what will be told, but in reality, right, 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 right. it's these two little girls. Okay. Um, they do giggle and whisper into each other's ears. Uh, these little girls are seen standing at the foot of guests' beds. One female guest reported feeling her face stroked. Oh. Uh, the girls also like to turn doorknobs, which, no, thank you. Uh, it isn't just children that you can experience here. Apparently, uh, Anne Kehoe has been known to tuck people into their beds and kiss their cheeks goodnight. Oh, that's so sweet. It is sweet. Aww. But, um... But there's nobody there. No, there's nobody there. Nobody, but I mean, if you're nobody touching you in, nobody kissing your cheek. But, but if you know the story, maybe that's not as scary. But if you're just like you don't know, like you're just a traveler and you're stopping through Savannah, and then here's where you just bunk down for the night to continue your travels, and then just randomly. Well, you feel, no, I mean, if you're stopping in Savannah, you should know. <laughs> why should? But not everybody does. So. Not everybody oh, does. Oh. That'd be creepy. But if Pardon you Oh uh, that you can say, <laughs> but English words you butcher. No, English words are hard. I mean, English is probably one of the hardest languages 
Anyway. Oh, God. I, I know. It's I terrible. don't have any more alcohol. You, know, <laughs> you do have peaches, though. Chew on those. Oh, okay. Okay. So, you may also notice the smell of old perfumes. It is said that this scent will waft through bedrooms and hallways and is indicative of um, Anne Kehoe walking through the house. So, old perfumes. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's not so bad. That's not so bad. Unless it's lavender. I don't like lavender. <laughs> But that's just, you know, me. That's you. So, today it is said that rooms 201 and 203 are the most active. Besides the ghost scene, lights are turned off and on when these rooms are empty. Which, that's an interesting. If they're empty, oh. how do people know the, room, the lights are turned off and on? <laughs> that's a good question. But I'm, maybe you can I'm see surprised it from I didn't bring it up. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't either. But maybe you can see it from outside. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah maybe. Yeah. Anyway, a guest claims <laughs> to have felt a child stroking her hair and cheek while she slept. Another reported seeing someone sitting in bed, not on the bed, in bed next to her. Personal fucking bubble. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. A little too close. Yeah, a little, little bit. A little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and then when the apparition got up, there was an impression left on the sheets. The apparition got up. Uh huh. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's uh, a windows. Big fuck no for me. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, windows also open randomly, even if there is no wind to like, like outside, like to maybe blow them if they're not shut. Yeah, they'll just open. Uh, sometimes, <laughs> and this is helpful. Sometimes the luggage or toys brought by the visitors will move on their own. I mean, how is that helpful? Maybe they're. I mean, are they unpacked? Maybe it just just says move on their own. Moved? Moved out into the hall, get the fuck out? Maybe. (laughs) But then by then you're scared and you're like, thank you, that was super helpful, we're on our way out right now. I don't know. Understood. Now, you know I love me a good TripAdvisor review. Oh, no. So, this review was left on TripAdvisor in July of 2011 uh, from Donna Wanzi, who stayed there. She says, quote, Doors getting locked from the inside, forces holding doors open, things getting moved inside the room, uh, maybe her luggage was put by the door, I don't know. <laughs> or maybe it was unpacked, I mean, we oh, just don't wow. know. She's yeah. not clear. Yeah, you never know. You never know. Uh, two people in our group could hear sounds of children laughing and calling for mommy, which that would that would make, that would make me sad. Yeah, that's problematic for me. Uh, one at 12.30pm, so afternoon, uh, on the third floor, and another at, you guessed it, 3.30 a.m. on the ground oh level. Oh, boy. Yeah, but there were no kids staying in the inn at the time. Management said only moms can hear the children. Dads never hear the voices. Oh. No joke, this place is haunted. Nice. Yes. Um, that would be... I want to test that theory... Oh, of course you do. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't want to hear kids calling for their mom. <laughs> not that it's their mom, not just their mother, but their mommy. Yeah. Koi uh, was about six. Five to six when he stopped calling me mommy. The first time he called me mom, I was like, I'm heartbroken. How could you betray me like this? <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, somebody, like a child that calls for their mommy, that in- indicates a young child, so that kind of makes oh, me Oh yeah, and it's, it's, it's harkening back to playing on your emotions. Mm, 
for sure. For sure. Yeah. And Savannah, Savannah does have a lot of... Um, it's exceptionally ex- historic for this country. Exceptionally historical and, and very haunted. beautiful and mm. one of the most haunted places in the country. And I was shocked that the Kehoe House was didn't have as much history as we thought it might. I know, right? I mean, it's beautiful, and it should have a lot, but it doesn't. It just, uh, I mean, it it does have history, and it is on one of their, it's, it's part of their ghost tours. Right. Um, but I feel like there's other things in Santa that are more haunted. Oh, I'm sure there are. Um, but I liked it. I thought this place was was really charming, and I thought it was... I mean, it's got a good history, and it's. I think it's. I think it's tame. I think it is, but I think it does. It definitely. Well, I mean, compared to some of the shit we've done, yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) It definitely needed to have its story told, and I. I kind of want to stay here. Have you seen it? It's gorgeous. It's beautiful. Oh my god! And seriously, if they want to sell it for twenty five thousand dollars, I'll buy it. I'll move to Georgia. (laughs) It's not that far from North Carolina. Um, Put a put a couple extra zeros behind that. Okay, two hundred fifty thousand max. I will give you ten dollars. <laughs> Owners, now call it's, me. It's beautiful. It is gorgeous. It's, it's gorgeous. very beautiful. Um, the ghosts, yeah, I'd have to live there by myself. My mom and Koi would not, or none, or the dogs. Nobody would be down. I could do it. Okay, you and I will live in there. Okay. And then my mom and Koi and the dogs can live in North Carolina. Oh, okay. I mean, it's a stone's throw. I mean, it's just a four-hour drive. I mean, just. Yeah, it's okay. We'll do it. Okay. Okay. Here's where we're moving to. The Kehoe House (laughs) is located at 123 Habersham Street in Savannah, Georgia, 31401. For reservations, you can call them at 912-232-1020. And, fun fact, love a good fun fact, I also love a good review. Uh, five stars. The place has five stars on TripAdvisor, Expedia, and Yelp. Did I read that they're dog friendly? <gasps> no, you didn't. Oh. Maybe we have to stay there on our drive to Raleigh. Oh, no. Uh-huh. That'll be a bit out of the way. I mean, as long as we beat the moving truck. <laughs> anyway, guys, that was our episode on the Kehoe House. Um, if you guys live in Savannah, Georgia, if you have other locations that you would like us to showcase, I absolutely want to. We might maybe do a collective, like a mini episode. Oh, yeah, please. Please mm. drop us a line. Let us know. Yeah, for sure. Um, we are always looking for more locations to learn about, read about, and tell about. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we're going to go. We have Chipotle on the way. <laughs> Anyway, thank you so much, guys. We love you very much. We hope you enjoy this episode. Um, I I swear to God, I will edit this down until it's less nonsensical. Um, But you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at H-O-A-H Podcast. Arch, what is our website? Also, www.hoahpodcast.com. And on Patreon. Yeah. Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah. Patreon. More important. (laughs) Sorry. Patreon. HOH podcast. Yes. Um, Everywhere. Literally everywhere. We have pimped ourselves out. 
everywhere. Oh. We've got a lot of really fun announcements um, coming up that we can't wait to tell you about. Uh, a lot of shit is still in research and development, but oh, yeah. yeah, History of a Haunting is is growing, and we're very very excited about that, and we can't wait to take you with us on our next chapter. We're having so much fun doing it. Yeah. We really hope <laughs> that you stick with us while we're having this fun. Yes, we really certainly do. And uh, Arch, I love you, and um, I think that's it. All right. Sounds like a good place to end. Okay. Yeah? I okay. love you too, despite all, right. all the fact that you signed me up for. <laughs> I know. I do. That's true. That happens. <laughs> what are big sisters for? Oh, Lord. All take, right. Take care, everybody. Bye, guys. We'll see you next week. <laughs>